STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Welcome to SGC Pod <laughs> and beer. That's great. <laughs> and pistachios. Oh, people want to tune in for that. That's a nice uh, baby blue campus crew sweater you're on, man. <clears throat> Looks super comfy. No, it is. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's old though. Look at it. it's all uh, the cuffs are all ratty. You know, people pay money for that, man. Do they? Yeah. It's the worn in look. Is there room for two in that sweater? Can I get in there too? <laughs> you big cuddly telly bear. Well, listen, you better give Mrs. Q dog her, uh, her opening line or else. This is for you, Melissa. Boom. We're live. Forgot her at the start. But yep. too many beers. That's why. What are you drinking there? Cronenberg 1664. Mm. Yeah, tall boy. It's a a French beer. It's not a tall boy. It's a regular 500 milliliters. It's the only only bottle boy. All right, so let's get into this. This is, we're down to the wire. No, sorry. We're almost, we're almost not making the record here. Why are you so behind this week? Would we have disappointed people? Would they have missed out on that? Mighty Blast? Mighty Wind. It's one of your favorite movies, man. So I'm just trying to... uh, It's all for you. I do this all for you. Thanks a lot. Oh my God. Can you get yourself under control? I love how Google's probably perfectly clear for that, but uh, your dialogue is all garbled. So is it awesome? Google Hangouts, man. Yeah, find a better way to record. Hold you. Anyway, let's get into it. What's going on today, man? We're uh, we're certainly late recording, uh, partially due to my fault. Of uh, we were supposed to record on Wednesday, but then I found out Tuesday night. I had a laundry list of uh, of uh, chores dumped on po- uh, dumped upon me, so uh, that pretty much blew my whole Wednesday out. She had me yeah. running around like a fiend. <laughs> and then voice. Wednesday night, I just I just didn't feel like uh, I just felt like relaxing. You know what though? I was on the couch. Praying that, oh, my God, I hope he doesn't want to record tonight. I hope he changes his mind. Pray, pray, pray. Then I get this text like 9 o'clock. Hey, man, um, maybe we should probably do this tomorrow. Is that what you said? Probably. Something like that. That's how you talk, right? Like, dude, we should record tomorrow instead. I'm tired. And I'm like, sweet. 
So then I settled in on the couch, 9.15, get all comfy, put on one of my shows. Next thing I know, I wake back up and it's 11.47. Mm-hmm. The entire night's uh, gone by in a blink with me passing out. You know, um, you know, when Steve O was in a really bad shape with the, the, uh, with the drugs and the substance abuse and all that, right. Uh, Knoxville and his buddies had to physically grab him and kidnap him and drag him to, uh, to the rehab. So I wonder if I get some people together and, uh, we physically grab you and drag you to the sleep clinic. If you'd uh, agree to stay, <laughs> that's right. Stay for the night. Yeah. It's one night. I'd probably have a good sleep. I um, would love to know what those test results. I would don't be. think that you would find anything. They probably say I'm perfect. Just like all my tests do from the doctors, perfect blood pressure, perfect. Everything else, even though my body's falling apart. You know what's funny? You brought that up. I went to uh, pick my son up today from uh, school. And as always, I like to show up 45 minutes early, right? Yeah, of course. Why would you? Today, I showed up an hour early. So I pull into the parking lot because it's a small parking lot. So I like to get a good spot right up front. And I brought the laptop because I was going to edit a portion of uh, my tranny cast. So it's like 2 a.m. Uh, 2 p.m. I'm sitting in the car, got the laptop on my lap, headphones in. 2.15, 2.20, still working away. His bell goes off at 2.45. 2.30, I'm starting getting the head bobs. I'm still working away, listening to the podcast. Pass out. Wake up like three minutes later, 2.35. Oh, that was close. All right, I got 10 more minutes. So I'm still sitting there listening away. Next thing I know, I wake up to one of the teachers knocking on the car window. <laughs> it's 3 p.m. The poor kid was in the playground with the teacher beside him. And there's no other car in this parking lot at all. The, the school is completely out. <laughs> this teacher's knocking on my window. I wake up with headphones in my ear, the laptop on my lap. Oh God! All disoriented. It's like, oh, what happened? Oh, I'm so sorry. I go running out to grab him, and the teacher's like, "Ethan goes, I see my daddy's head in the car," <laughs> and they look, and they were like, "Well, we saw your head slumped over, but we weren't sure what was going on." Oh man! Oh boy! It was, I just the car was getting warm, and I got sleepy. That's all. Uh, you know what they're thinking you're doing with the laptop. Oh, man. oh yeah, I guess, Mary. Yeah, I guess. Head slump. He's pulling the goalie. I just passed out. <laughs> hey, you don't need any help with your sleep, eh? You're fine. Oh, Jesus. Everybody gets tired every now and then. I guess that's what we'll have to do. Round up some people and uh, just tie you up and take you to one of these places. It is hilarious. Uh, What about you? What's going on with your kids? Uh, 
Well, uh, you know, the, uh, the oldest kid, 12 year old made her, uh, basketball team awesome. at school. So when this, what grade is that? Grade, grade six. Oh, okay. So they got, uh, she was on the volleyball team, but that was only, it seemed like there was maybe five games, like one month kind of business and you were done. But this uh, basketball is a lot more involved. There's practices every other day, a couple tournaments and, you know, inter school board games as well once or twice a week. So a lot more going on. And, uh, we got, I got to watch her first game, not her first game, but my first game, I got to watch her tonight. And, uh, yeah, that was something that was something (laughs) they got killed. (laughs) They got killed pretty bad. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, was it due to like, was the other school like that much good? Um, the other school had some talented members there. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, stereotypes exist for a reason. Uh, I don't mean to say anything bad, but, uh, the black kids just know how to play basketball. People, it's, it's just, it just happens. It just happens that way. And man, they were putting on a clinic. I I swear to God, their center was, you know, a 12 year old girl that was six and a half feet tall. It was just, just get it to her and it goes in. No problem. You're in. (laughs) That was entertaining seeing all these grade six girls chasing after the ball and hands flailing around. And yeah, I'm trying to picture what the coordination would be like for a grade six person. I can't remember. They're just getting it. They're just, you know, just figuring out their strength and mm. how to focus their. Uh, so it's their still energy. it's still a mess, but not too bad of a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. that's a good way to put it. Uh, good for her for making the team. Yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty entertaining, and they play like in five minute stints, so you don't do a full fifteen minute quarter. They break it all up into five minute shots, and they switch out each team, you know, so all the lines get a full amount of play time. So pretty interesting. Hmm. Hmm. So are they doing like, um, are they staying like later after school and stuff? And then you got to pick her up or does she walk home or. Yeah, this was after school. So like practices and all that nonsense. Some are at lunch hour and some are after school. Hmm. So. Uh, she either gets a ride home with someone else or we'll be there to get her or she can walk home too. But is it interfering with like homework or anything like that? Nah, nah, no, I don't think so. Who knows? Maybe she's failing. I don't know. Yeah. She's a good drawer. She's good. So that was, uh, that was exciting. Awesome. I got to be proud of her. I am. I got to get her, uh, Got to get her back out in the driveway, run her through some more drills, teach her uh, what the real things are in life with basketball. <laughs> well, you, would you play basketball? Yeah, of course. What happened? What do you mean? Why didn't I make the majors? <laughs> Go to the bigs? Got short legs. You should have been on the wrestling team. Those fucking tree trunks that you got. 
You'd be throwing people all over, man. Trouble is, you you don't know what to instruct them, what kind of pointers to give them because the coaches are going at it with their own strategies. So you don't know. You well, don't want to. You tell her to keep an open mind. This is how some. This is what one person says. This is what another person says, and you can use both. Just use them in different situations. Yeah, I guess so. Well, even defensively, like they play man on man on man, and. Uh, or woman on woman in this case, right? Yeah, I'd rather see some more zone defense. Just defend your zone because they're all getting confused with their with their check and trying to find their check. But uh, in other ways, they can use that. You know, they run pick plays and stuff. Oh yeah, I know pick plays. Do you? Yeah. So I don't know. I like I tell her as soon as the other team gets the ball, you got to get back to your defensive zone. But then she'd say, well, the coach says you got to stick with your check. And, uh, but by the time you get back to your check, your check has a step on you and they could be broken away by then. Your lips are moving, but I don't understand the word you're saying. <laughs> I, I think a great rule to live by is as soon as you lose possession, you should be running back to your zone as fast as possible. That's what I'm saying. There you go. You should volunteer to be coach, assistant coach. No, they they got two coaches already. Yeah, well, they lost a game. Yeah, yeah. Time to they're yelling. Stuff. They got instructions. They're yelling stuff. I don't know what they're saying, but. Mm, yep. Were there That's any a- uh, any parents in there that were like going crazy, like uh, basketball's version of a hockey parent? No, not really. There might be one or two that are complaining about um, like very loud and vocally that the coaches aren't telling them to do things or, you know, they should be doing this better or more critical on coaches than anything. Uh, but there, it's mostly just, there's a lot of, you know, moms there talking mind numbing conversation about, you know, grocery lists and uh, complaining about teachers and all that jazz. Just sit down and watch uh, the game. Are any of them making eyes at the hot dads like you? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Uh, I don't, I don't, why people just can't sit and watch the game. Got to have their lips trying to mack on uh, Billy. Is that what you do? You got to talk your way through when you're watching a game. Invite you over for maybe like a dinner or something, a home cooked meal, single mom, home cooked meal. Is this what what's going on when you're got the young lad at uh, the martial arts? Are you no. checking out all the other ladies? I do not talk to anybody. It's a small little room. I just got my head buried on, in my phone, or I'm watching my son. Yeah, I kind of think that's the way it is. Yeah, well, that's the way it should be. I'm sitting there, and people want to talk to you and stuff. It's like, well, we're here to watch this game. Let's watch the game. You know. Hmm. Anyways. So yeah. Yeah. You got your kid learning to uh, hit people. Yep. How's that going? You did really good tonight. You had another one. I try to take him whenever I can. So usually two to three times a week and his kicking is getting a lot better. I just got to teach him to count in Korean, <laughs> uh, like to five. And then um, at the start of the class, they do like a bow to the flag 
and they say something in Korean. I'm not sure what. And you can see some of the other some of the other kids know what to say, but he just <laughs> he just does like a yell and does a bow. Like he speaks gibberish because he doesn't know what the hell they're saying either, right? What it's do you mean you, you can drop him in any night of the week? Well, it's Monday to Friday. Hmm. They don't care. Like you pay, you pay for the month, right? So you can come as much as you want or as little as you want. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know it worked that way. I thought it was always like a set night. No, not uh, not at this early age. It's just uh, 5.30 to, um, no, 5.45 to 6.30 Monday to Friday. And then I think when you get to older or higher belt classes, I think you might have set days or your time certainly gets bumped to later in the evening. So he's doing good. And actually uh, on the weekend, he had his first birthday party at a place right beside the gym, uh, the Taekwondo place. So this was his very first ever school birthday party that he was invited to. And they went to, uh, they had the party at a gymnastic center. Oh boy. So, uh, we get there. I'm waiting in the car. The wife brings him inside. And I'm sitting, waiting five, 10, 15 minutes go by. Turn the car off. Cause I thought she would have been right out. 20 minutes go by and she finally comes out and she says, he won't go, he won't go in and play. He's, uh, he's just sitting by the door. So she was trying to coax him. So I go in, he's just sitting inside the gymnastic room on a little cushion, not wanting to play with the other kids. So I go, you want daddy to stay? If I stay, will you go and play? And goes, of course he goes. Yeah. So I'm like, great. Cause he could have had a two hour window to do something. So. I stay there for the two hours and uh, eventually some kids come up. Well, like five minutes later, some kids from his class come over and, and try to encourage him to come play. And he finally gets up and goes. And 15 minutes later, I, I can't even find the guy cause he's off playing somewhere in the, the jungle gym there or the, the bouncy mat or something like that. He's having a great old time. So I was stuck in a gymnasium type place with a bunch of, must have been like 30 kids in there screaming and bouncing around. I can't believe you let him out of the house. And you let him go to a German-fested uh, indoor playground. Yeah, I thought about that. I was like, mm, when we get home, you're going to wash your hands, but maybe change your clothes. But he had fun. It was like uh, yeah. quite, a, quite a number of his class actually showed up for the party. and You know, he had never been to a classmate or friend's birthday party. This one was for a girl. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's nice to you get him out there him out. And, uh, and have him experience the world for a change. I have the opposite problem. My little one, she will always want to go and run with uh, anyone else who's playing anywhere. And I'm always, no, no, no you, you stick with me. They're, those kids are dirty. Stay here. I want to go play. Uh, now it looks like they're pushing each other. Just stay here. It's less uh, pressure for me if you're just here. And she'll keep bugging. Can I just go play? I'll be right over there. I won't leave. I'll stay within your sight. Like, uh, but then I might have to talk to these other kids when I get you back. It sounds like a big issue for me. 
Yeah, wow. eventually. Eventually she wins out. She gets to go play. It's a lot easier if they just stay beside you, isn't it? Why don't you just explain to her why you don't want her to go over? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kids don't care. They just want to go play. Except for your kid. Because he hasn't left the Golden Palace very often. But I have ponies to play with at my house. Yeah. He's pretty sheltered. But uh, this is what it is. Um, Yeah. And you were saying you couldn't. What? You were saying you couldn't record uh, for too long earlier today because you were expecting a big delivery. What happened there? Uh, Yeah. The. Actually, that day for the birthday party, we were also running around trying to pick out uh, my daughter's new bed because she's about to get out of the crib. So we um, did the usual search, went to the brick, Leon's, blah, 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 Sears. And we finally picked out a mattress for her new bed. So um, Uh, that was part of my chores, too, was to get the new bedroom ready for her to move into. Oh, my God. There's so much going on here. Okay. What do you mean? It's difficult to find a new bed because what you couldn't find a mattress that was big enough. Like you're looking for something bigger than a king for her. No, she's, she's moving to uh, was a double. I don't know what the bed sizes are. We're taking her crib and keeping the front and the end uh, headboards and just putting a new mattress in between it, right? Oh, yeah. One of those. Yeah. Fancy. They're like a sleigh bed kind of crib business. Yours probably made of mahogany, uh, imported from the rarest of continents. So you got to find a mattress to fit it. Okay, but it still wouldn't be a double, right? A double is it's still pretty wide. Double? Is it Are we talking? Then? We're talking a single, right? Single or a twin, it's the same okay. thing. I think it's a twin. Okay. Bigger than All a right. single, because I grew up with a single. Those were rinky-dink. Yeah, I think but, um, we sorry, all That came today, and that was part of the issue with, um, you know, they give you like that three-hour time window, mm-hmm. and then a physiotherapy appointment today, on top of everything else. So managed to squeeze everything in. You are such a princess. But to back things up, you said you're removing her into a new room. What, you just found a new room? Did someone, you know, move aside a curtain? Oh, there's a whole wing to the house here we didn't see. <laughs> well, she, right. She's moving, into, uh, she's moving from a smaller bedroom to a bigger bedroom. Oh, did she go any mini, miny, mo and pick the what, whichever bedroom? Did she get the good corner lot? What, like, what is this? What kind of house is this? Holy what? Why do you say this shit? And then people start thinking <laughs> stuff that's not true. Well, let's count the rooms. There's a lot of rooms going on here. You're in your your den. Let's call it a den. Not a den. And then, you know, everyone's got their own bedroom, including your mother-in-law. That's a whole smattering of rooms right there. And now you're saying there's a bonus room that your daughter's moving into. Holy mackerel. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to say to stop this nonsense that you're saying. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I'd hate to keep that house, boy. 
All that and square footage. Room's all painted. Good to go. Mattress is in there. Right now, she's in her old room still. And we uh, took one of the side rails off the bed, so she's like in a day bed. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the first night, she kicked off the side uh, the side uh, protective rail that keeps her in there. Maybe she fell out, but apparently, I slept through it all. So... Yeah, that's pretty close to the ground anyways. Yeah, she's like a half a foot off the ground. We'd we'd never used those bed rails, those bed protector business for the kids. It's like... I insisted on it. Well, I I know. Actually, with with my son, he still has one on one side, but the other side, we took it off, and we bought one of those uh, inflatable noodles... And put it underneath the. Um, <laughs> you're laughing. Look, oh, <laughs> we put the, this inflatable noodle underneath uh, uh, the the bottom bed sheet uh, to use like a bumper rail so that he wouldn't roll off. Because his wow. bed's like two feet off the ground. It's fucking retarded. Even though he's already fallen off it twice since we, we've been in here. Yeah. But he rolled off the end, the end of the bed where there's no protection rail. <laughs> Here's a big thud in the middle of the night. I go running in. He doesn't know what's going on. I'm like, it's all right, buddy. It's just a dream. Yeah. They're going to fall out of bed. Big deal. That's, you know, then they, they learn where to position themselves in the night. I guess. Yeah. Not going to kill themselves falling out of bed. They might break an arm or something if they land oh, on it wrong. Yeah. Well, you do have the young lad in this giant oak and throne of a bed that you might have found in you know I don't even know some castle somewhere (laughs) where do you get these giant monstrosities of beds not big man is it a secret club that you shop in that only certain you have to submit your uh... why is my window up I should be looking at you there we go. Oh, come on. <laughs> this doesn't make sense why I'm looking at me. All right. I'll let you off the hook, man. You let me off the hook? Thanks, dude. Yeah. Start your, uh, maybe we should start the show. Here we go. Cue the I music. I thought we had already started. Jesus Christ. We got your organizer. Music's rolling. Dun, dun, dun. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of STC Pod. Welcome to episode number 79. Please remember to subscribe to us at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STC pod. Check me out on Twitter at AC Decepticon. You can bookmark our websites, stcpod.com, as well as angry Canadian Decepticon.blogspot.ca. Listen on iTunes under the title search STC pod, as well as transformers and beer. For all of our episodes, you can find them on Podbean at www.stcpod.podbean.com. And if you're listening to us, why not check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people from our community at www.cartridgeclub.org. And as always, a big thank you to all of our loyal listeners who tune in every week for a new show every Friday morning. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners every Friday morning. You got this, this wonderful rabble to look forward to. <clears throat> Full of lovely noises and sounds and 
and body bodily releases. Cud chewing and slurping on tall boys. <laughs> uh, stcpod.com. People should go check that out. Our website. There's plenty of great articles to look at. I'm about to do my next installment of uh, wacky TV. I've been paid to watch. Still time, deciding. Man. Still deciding what show to do. I've been nagging it, for you to put some material out. I kind of wait until you go on vacation because it gives me time at work to put things together. But uh, I don't know. I'm. What does that mean? <laughs> well, I don't have to worry about you, so I have time to write an article. I'm thinking maybe uh, Walker, Texas Ranger next. What do you think? That'd yeah, be a classic big one. Chuck Norris, of course. That'd be a big one. Um. All right, and you just put something out. You put up a bunch of photos from some uh, video game <clears throat> or something. Yeah, it's um, it was actually a game store that I came across when I was visiting uh, one of the local flea markets a couple of years ago and um, found out they end up having a, a brick and mortar location fairly close by that I never even knew was there. So probably yeah, maybe a couple months ago because these pictures have been just been sitting there. I never got them out. Decided to pop in and uh, it's a great place. It's in Oshawa, Simcoe Street North. Uh, couple blocks south of Taunton Road, and it's called Games, G-A-M-E-S. And a huge selection of retro games, new games. Just you walk in and and you're pretty much overwhelmed. Like every inch of the store is is just rammed from front to back. And, uh, yeah, pretty good. Prices are um, what you would expect for a brick-and-mortar store. But they certainly have a good selection if you're looking for something that you're having a hard time trying to find. Uh, it looked very frustrating for me because they had tons of inventory, but not a price listed anywhere. Yeah. And they were at the uh, Barry Game Expo as well. The Expo? Game Swap, I said. Swap? Exchange? Game Exchange? <laughs> well, Expo's got a nice ring to it. I always call it the Expo. I think it should be Expo. Maybe if uh, Nintendo Hodge adds some, uh, you know, panels and that kind of thing. So uh, speaking of shows, I got my 80s toy or not 80s. Yeah, my 80s toy expo coming up. Uh, start of May, end of April, start of May. Hmm. That's out in Mississauga. So. Be going to that one. That's where I did uh, a big game pickup last year. Because actually, I ended up going to that myself, I believe. Yep. Or was that the Action Figure Expo I went to myself? Hmm. One of those. Yeah. Is this is this one you invited me to, or uh, just what well, you're invited? You, you just refuse to <laughs> leave early. Um, oh, it's May 1st. That's where it is. Uh, you refuse for some reason to leave early and go to these shows. Like I leave the house at six. I'm at these places by seven. Um, and then I'm one of the first in line, if not the first, which usually not a surprise. 
So you wait around for two hours and then you get to go in. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. The best day the, ever. It's all part of the experience. Oh my God. If I'm waiting for two hours in a line, there better be tickets to Bob Dylan at the end of it. Dude, respect. <laughs> it's part of the thing. It's part of the experience. Just get there, you hang out, you talk shit. You listen, oh. you, you the other geeks come in, you make fun of them because they're losers. <laughs> What do you think oh, we do when, when me and uh, M go to the uh, Transformer shows, man? Yeah, I think I'm it's crazy. Freaking knobs. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> God damn it. Wait there for two hours. And then you got to pay 20 to 30 bucks to get in early, right? Yeah, you're paying 30 bucks at least. These are This is the big time, man. Big time shows. Yeah, and you're you're ponying up for it too. But you get an hour early. Uh, and they're multi-day events, aren't they? So maybe it'd be better no, to show no, up no, on Wednesday. No, no, some are and some aren't. This is a one-day event, I believe. Uh, TF, TFCon is all weekend, but we only go for one day because that's the day that they do the. Uh, they they sell, or did they sell on two days? We go the first day that they that they start to sell. You're in the I'm willing to pay too much line, waiting to get in, I'm, chomping at the bit. I'm in the I'm a hardcore willing to be first to do whatever it takes. And sometimes you walk away with nothing because you don't find anything, but whatever, it's all part of the experience. All part of the experience. Well, maybe one day. Yeah. Well, maybe I can get like a press pass and say I'm like your uh, photographer. <clears throat> and just, uh, keep the camera on you. And, you know, shooting a documentary. No, they don't care. They'll still charge you. Oh, shit. Well, well that's. Yeah. Wake your ass up. You should have had some beers like me. That's May 1st. You happen to be off May 1st. How are you going to work that? It's one of the regular shows that I go to, so it's okay. Oh. And with these shows, these start early in the morning, like 9 or 10. So I'm done by 12 and usually home by 1. Well, don't spend your wad. I like spending all day in in, uh, Barrie with, you know. Like I w- wish I could have, but I couldn't because I had family obligations. In your head, you probably went home and passed out on the couch. No, yeah. I went home and took care of the kids like I always do. Well, you went home and had a massive meal prepared for you, along with your slippers and uh, highball, and chowed away at that and then slept in the living room for the rest of the night. Family obligations. Listen. Listen. <laughs> uh, hey, what was that uh, podcast you were listening to the other day at work? Oh, oh yeah, right. Thanks. It's, um, yeah, you should check it out. It's uh, Pam's podcast. So she does the uh, blog, cannot, or no, she, she has the YouTube channel, Cannot Be Tamed. She's on Twitter at Jasla, J-A-S-Y-L-A, I believe, or J-A-S-L-Y-A. Um, 
Yeah, she does a new podcast that she's uh, co-hosting with a friend of hers that she met uh, through online gaming. It's a bi-weekly podcast, and they discuss movies, shows, and video games. And uh, they're called the Media Mavens. And if you want to look them up online, uh, just type this in. Go to mediamavens.simplecast.fm. And they've only had one up so far. Uh, it's 45 minutes. It's an easy listen. And uh, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Keep it up, Pam. I didn't get to hear it. It kept uh, crashing on me. Oh. Hmm. Do you think she's blocking you? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Think that's it? Any reason for that? I don't think so. Why? Mm. Okay. No reason. Barry game swap. <laughs> hey, I, at least I wasn't too afraid to say hello to her. Like you were hiding in the bushes. Listen, you were dragged Pointing over by Kevin. <laughs> you went over and suddenly lost the ability to talk for some reason. Uh, because oh, I'm not good. I don't even exist. So it doesn't matter. You know I can't talk to people. That's not my fault. Please. You're a fucking... Once you get going, you can't stop. <laughs> no. No, that's Kevin. You that's got not such, me. You got such a smooth tongue, I like to sit on your face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Why don't you save that for the ladies? This guy, man. Once he gets going, he's like fucking peanut butter on whatever you like to eat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that all you got on that? What's that? Is that yeah, all you got on I'll that? you off oh, easy, man. Hmm. But anyway, check it out. It's It was pretty enjoyable. Uh, just another podcast I got to add to my uh, podcast role. It's no uh, leftover bits, though, is it? Mm, no, of course not. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> but it could be I, to overthrow them. So Enzi and Paul better uh, better watch their back because I hear Pam's gun in front of them. That's right. I think I listened to the last leftover bits. They they're raw leftover bits in the raw their raw recording. And uh, man, those guys sit there for like five hours laying it down. Took them ninety minutes just to get started on uh, the actual show. Hmm. It's crazy, but I sat there and listened to it all. They kind do of like fan I am. They do. They like do. So I don't know if that's even out yet. Well, with all that content to cut, a lot of editing going on, a lot of magic in the mixing board. Okay. Oh, man. Hey, did you see the Masters was on today? No. It's that time of year again. No. Oh, yeah. I love it. Masters. Actually, I did see it. I knew. it was. I saw it at the uh, physio place that I went to this morning. Um, I thought the Masters was a three-day event, though. Isn't it Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday? Oh, no! I th- no, it's it's longer than that. Well, it obviously is. It started. Hmm. They probably oh. they probably have to start early just to leave time for rain delays and oh, okay. You know, but it always uh, finishes on Sunday, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the clip that I saw was they were showing the top 10 master highlights or whatever, 
And uh, I always like it because my favorite guy growing up as a kid was uh, Golden Bear. Because you're 60 years old? Jack Nicholas. I just like the guy because he was the <laughs> fucking best at that time. At that time? Yeah. Like, well, for some reason, you, as a young kid, I just, I liked them for some reason. And, um, do you remember the seventies? No, <laughs> I think you do. But you're still like the king shit back in the eighties too. Wow. Joe pushing I know well he, past middle age. He was on the way out. I know, but whatever. No, you, <laughs> uh, I just always liked him. And, uh, yeah, of course, man, when he was in his prime, he was a freaking, I remember one thing, he always used to promote uh, uh, how strong his legs were because that's where he got all his power from. He used to talk about that a lot. Well, they had him do the ceremonial first tee-off. Oh, really? And, uh, How'd he look? He looked good. Arnold Palmer did not tee-off, though. He was sitting there in a chair. He's, he's really old, old, though. He's, yeah, he's really old. old. <clears throat> it's cool to see those guys. But uh, did you hear about Ernie Els on the first hole? Nope. Um, well, he played much like I would play. He got within two feet of the hole, and then he proceeded to putt uh, seven more times all around the hole. <laughs> Wow, what happened? Oh my god, dude. It was it was painful. Like it was a two foot pot and he didn't size it up or anything. He thought, okay, this is going in, no problem. Then he sailed it past. He walks it around the other way. Okay, let's just get this in. Sails it past again. This time he like uh, the hand comes off the club and he looks at his caddy, settles himself a little bit more, sails it past the hole again. He's getting frustrated, but it's closer to the hole. So just with one hand, he goes to tap the ball in and it rimmed out. Oh my God. So then he had to tap it in again on the very first green. Oof. How old is he? He's got to be getting up there. He's got to be. Yeah. Not a good start to the masters. But you and you and I are working all weekend, and we get to watch it all weekend long. It's going to be awesome. No. Yeah. It's baseball season, dude. I Listen, my phone keeps giving me notifications about stupid Jays games and progress on them. Uh, I, I don't know why. It's because I did it. something to it when you uh, left the room. <laughs> I got to tell it to stop. Please stop telling me about baseball. Baseball season. Oh, you know, I think I'm going to lose this week in my fantasy pool, though. We just started up, and uh, I got, I'm getting smoked. Nobody gives a shit, dude. You should see the and with the players I have. I should be smoking everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Smoking mm-hmm. the pole. Uh, did you hear about Merle Haggard? Nope. He's still alive. <clears throat> Unfortunately, he just died. Hmm. Died on his birthday. How old is he? Oh, how old was he? 
Let's see. How old is Merle Haggard? Merle Haggard died at the age of 79. Let's hear Siri do that. <laughs> Your phone took fucking forever. Well, come on. It had How to come up with it. Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard died last Wednesday at age 79. Oh, last Wednesday. <laughs> and my series got a sexier voice than your uh, Samsung there. So he yeah, did he just died. die. He died last Wednesday, man. That's a week old news. No, I, I think she's wrong. No. What's the actual date? Because the news came up. Uh, Death date last Wednesday. Or like yesterday. He died April 6th. Oh, okay. So, yeah, last Wednesday. Yeah. Real smart, Siri. What other last Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> she was right. Oh, God. We're past Wednesday, so it's last Wednesday. Um. So, what do you know about Merle Haggard? Do you know anything about Merle Haggard? You ever a fan? I Who is grab Merle that. Haggard? No, I'm asking you, not Siri. Here's some information. Read it to read this information to me. Merle Ronald Haggard, April 6, 1937, April 6, 2016, was an American country music singer, songwriter, guitarist, fiddler, and instrumentalist. That's all you she, need to know. She reads just like you, man. Um, fuck does that mean? Well, do you know he uh decided to uh get into a career of music after seeing Johnny Cash perform live. Did you know that story? No, I didn't know that because I don't follow Merle Haggard. Come on, dude. Anyways, do you know where he saw Johnny Cash perform live? No. In San Quentin, where he was uh, oh. incarcerated. Oh, wait a minute. I do know that story. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he wrote a song like uh, Mama Tried, which was covered by the Grateful Dead. And it's really autobiographical about how he was always getting in trouble growing up. And uh, mama tried to set him right, but he refused. But after seeing Johnny Cash, he uh, got on to, uh, into music, had a few hits. Uh, you'll know uh, he did Poncho and Lefty with Willie Nelson. And then he squandered most of his money through the 80s and 90s. There was one estimate that said he probably burned through around a hundred million dollars at one point. I was about to ask you how big his career was. Yeah, he had a number of hits. A number of big hits. Um but like I said, he was silly with his money. He was a he liked to party and liked to drink. But that kept him on the road. He was always performing, always on the road. And uh in fact, he was scheduled to make dates this month, which he had recently canceled due to illness. Mm. So that is Merle Haggard for you. Interesting. Um, I know he's a, he's a country guy in the uh, Academy of Country Music just had their award show. Last weekend? Oh, yeah. Or the weekend before? Yeah. 
Yep. Last week. Last weekend. So it's funny to see the difference in the, uh, the new country, quote unquote, country stars compared to the old ones, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, he was like his more Americana music. It combined folk and blues and country. But he's the guy, when you think of the old country guys that were singing about their dog and drinking and their wives leaving them, that was a Merle Haggard song. <clears throat> However, I digress. Star Wars came out on Blu-ray. Did you pick up a copy? No, I refuse. I do not care for it. I grabbed the copy. Do not like green eggs and ham or Star Wars. I grabbed the copy. It was it was the second viewing was awesome, dude. I enjoyed the second viewing so much better. Man, it was really good. Really happy with it. And let me tell you that moment when Ray was able to summon the lightsaber to her hand. I had goosebumps. That don't happen a lot. Why? That don't happen a lot watching movies, folks. Why? Because uh, it affected me somehow. I can't tell you the biology or the physics involved, but somewhere deep in my core, I was affected and moved by that scene. Was it because you know what? you're having deja vu because you had seen it prior in the uh, the first Star Wars movie? It just tickled me the right way. So it worked. That movie works. I know people have problems with it and can't look past certain things, but uh, I don't know. It was great. It was awesome. And uh, the Blu-ray well, copy you, is good. The sound is awesome. I loved, I loved it the first time I saw it. I thought it was a really fun adventure. But it, I had terrible seats in the theater, like sitting right below the screen, basically, in a 3D theater. So it was less than a stellar way to watch it. But uh, this second time at home, sitting back, Audio cranked on the big screen. It was great. Loved it. Maybe you need another, a second airing, a second watch. Maybe that'll do it well, for you. I'm sure eventually I'll see it a second time, but um, uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I'd hate to watch it again and still not like it and then be even more turned off for the second, the second movie that comes out. Hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Because I was excited to win these ones when I heard they, they were going to do another three movies. I thought that'd be great. A chance to finally redo what Lucas screwed up on with the uh, the the second three that he put out. And um, I was just disappointed by it. Whatever. Yeah, I had fun, man. I'm looking forward to the next time I watch it for the third time. Looking forward to it. Did you see the trailer for Rogue One just came out? No, I didn't. And? Good? Bad? Yeah. Who's, who's in well, that one? I don't know. A uh, bunch of people. I couldn't tell you. I don't think any big standouts. Although it's all scenes that you remember from the original movies. It, I guess it... Uh, it plays the uh, plot of, uh, you know, someone infiltrating the Imperial Guard to get out the, uh, oh, the, the, blue, the, the blueprints. blueprints of the uh, Death Star. Yeah, it's it's that storyline, I think. 
<clears throat> looked good. It looked exciting. It looked like another fun space adventure, which is what we're looking for. All right, cool. That's, you know, and you're not going to, you know, it's not going to ruin anything for you to check out this trailer. You know, you and I both have kind of strayed away from watching trailers recently of movies we really are anticipating because trailers are giving away so much. But this, I think it's like uh, 88 seconds long or something. It's, it's fine. It gives you a little glimpse, a little taste of what's to come. It, it just appeared in my Twitter feed, so I couldn't, couldn't stay away from it. Hmm. <clears throat> well speaking of tv have you been watching uh season two of daredevil yet season two of daredevil yeah man i have i'm like six six or eight episodes in i was uh powering through them one night uh two nights in a row i think i watched three episodes each night exciting stuff it's great i still haven't checked it out myself um, I will have to procure it somehow, but, um, you know what? I don't know. I, I think I'm still pumped up from watching Jessica Jones that I don't know if I'll be disappointed by this season of daredevil. Cause I enjoyed Jessica Jones season one more than I did daredevil season one. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I had no interest in Jessica Jones at all until I started watching it. Well, they're presenting this season of Daredevil a little bit differently because it it seems to have, like, of course it'll have one great arc through the entire season, I'm assuming. But it seems like they're presenting it in two two storylines that will probably come together. So it's not like you have to slow play this giant build for the first four episodes or whatever. By the fourth episode, they're like winding down the first story arc, which is uh, the Punisher played by Shane from the walking dead. What's his name? John Barenthal. And uh, I'm happy with him. Like I was a little uh, trepidatious with him taking that role. Cause I didn't think he did an awesome job as Shane. I thought he, he overacted through most of his scenes with the heavy breathing and the head scratching and all that. But he plays Punisher very subtly the way it should be. And I'd be interested to hear your take on it. You're a big Punisher guy. I'm, just, I'm trying to picture in my head how you'd play the Punisher subtly. Well, the Punisher's not going to have huge uh, moments of dialogue and retrospect, is he? Nope, not at all. So that's that's the way they do it. Hmm. He's not going to have big moments of heavy breathing and should I do this or should I do that? Hmm. All right, you've intrigued me, and I shall check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. Season 2 of Daredevil on Netflix. Uh, the one thing that bothers me, they they tweaked his uh, uniform, Daredevil's uniform, and his mask. I don't know if you've seen photos of season two mask. No. Did they do that in the comic, though? Well, sure. Like, different artists would portray him differently, but I mean more his helmet. Uh, and more the nose section. This helmet, his nose is covered. And if you remember the comics, it's always the nose is, you know, open. 
the uh, mass cuts down just below the eyes, right? Okay. So now this, it, there's like a nose piece on it, and it really stands out to me. It, it doesn't look right. I just wonder what the, uh, they must have tried what it would look like cut just under the eyes. I wonder what that looked like, if it looked crazy or something, or so terrible they wouldn't go with it. Hmm. I think in all the comics and all the iterations of Daredevil, it was always cut up above the nose. So the nose was out because now he's got this like nose peak looking thing, you know, like, uh, so like a Batman kind of effect. Yeah. Yeah. But it just looks awkward. All right. I, to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't even remembered. So I never would have noticed. I think his costume looks great except for that. It just it always looks a little weird. Huh. Well, uh, suck in that air. It's getting, getting late. Four. Getting late. Getting sleepy. <laughs> uh, what else have I been watching on TV? Well, let me tell you. Um, on our comedy channel here in Canada, and this airs on TBS in the States. It's called uh, Angie Tribeca. A <clears throat> uh, good buddy at work recommended that I check it out because it's done in the vein of a screwball comedy, like uh, the airplane movies or the naked gun movies. You know, those uh, Abraham and Zucker brothers movies where the jokes just come flying at you. Those are yeah. some of your favorite movies. Oh yeah, for sure. When it's done right. You know, they're absolutely absurd jokes, but they're they're thrown at you at such a pace that, you know, you miss half of them the first time you watch it. And the ones you do pick up on, you just can't believe what they're doing. And they're just, they the jokes always surprise you because they're so absurd. Screwball comedy. So that's what this show has done like. You've heard, you heard this show was coming, didn't you? Heard some hype on it. I did, um, mainly just because Steve Carell and his wife were associated with it, right? Like they were oh, right. right. Yeah, that's their show. Yeah, they, they created this thing. Um, I did, and I think the, the one or two clips that I saw of it just didn't do anything for me, so I didn't, I didn't bother. Well, I've seen two random episodes. Uh, it stars Rashida Jones. You remember who Rashida Jones is? Yep, she was uh, the brunette on uh, The Office. Didn't we do a whole podcast episode on Rashida Jones one time? I think we made a bet on her. Another yeah. one? Another bet not paid. Rashida Jones. Oh, she's the daughter of uh, Quincy Jones. That's what it right. was. Got it. Anyways, the first episode I saw, you could see they were doing going for the screwball effect, but every joke they would do it would almost be like they would pause and like mug to the camera to point out the joke that they just made, that it landed, which really affected the rhythm of these jokes. Like in naked gun, there's no pausing for mugging to the camera. It just is flying at you. Right. Especially airplane jokes are flying at you hundred percent of the time. This show, it's like what uh, really turns me off with weekend update has turned into this ever since uh, what's her face was doing it. Um, you know, the what's her name who I can't stand and the other broad 
what's her name? What's her face? You know, Tina Fey and what's her head. They would always lay out a punchline and stop and like point it out to you. Oh, this was the funny bit. Look at my face. See, you're supposed to laugh now. And this, they're still doing that on weekend update. They'll always pause to point out where the punchline was. So that kind of bothers me that this Angie Tribeca was going this way a bit. But then I watched another episode yesterday and it actually had good rhythm. They didn't seem to be doing that as much. Hmm. Uh, so it was a lot better. And I saw a promo for their next episode, which will guest star Bill Murray of all people. Well, how they get him? I don't know. Steve Carell must be a powerful dude. So I'm going to check that out and maybe other people should check it out. Let me know what they think of it. Well, you can just let me know what it's like. You refuse to check it out? Uh, I, I just don't care. <laughs> Why can't I got you too allow much, humor in your life? I got too much on my plate, I think, to allow uh, another show in. I got too many shows to get caught up on. Dude, me too. Like it's, But this is only half an hour. Uh, I just realized I forgot to watch the last season of Fargo, for cripe's sakes. Still got to get that in me. I haven't watched it at all. I heard season two was good. Yeah, of course. Speaking of half-hour shows, have been, are you up to date on um, Last Man on Earth? You're goddamn right I am. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Did you watch it? Yep. Well, the last one I saw was when he finally met his brother, right? Well, spoilers. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess you knew that was going that. <laughs> that final scene, man, I was just thinking about that the other day for some reason, randomly in the shower and broke out laughing. It was, <laughs> it was so absurd. <laughs> man, I love that show. I'm so happy it's back on air. Wait, what was so absurd? The, on the beach? Yeah. Mm, well, they had, they had referenced what they do, what they used to do to each other. So I guess... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. It was full. It was full on. That whole episode was great, and you could tell they really uh, walked the tightrope of what they could get away with from uh, standards and practices on that episode. Masturbatorium. You have one of those, don't you? Yep. Called my couch (laughs) after the wife goes to bed. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Hopefully, the mother-in-law doesn't come upstairs. Oh boy. Uh, okay, man. On that note, I think we should wrap it up. Because uh, I'm going to go to my couch, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Take it away. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, well, first, definitely say we're sorry we couldn't fit Paul in this episode. We'll definitely uh, cartridge connect. Looking for him on the next episode. You didn't cool. tell me he was waiting. I was going to surprise you, man. But you usually when you surprise me with him, he just shows up. But anyway, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to subscribe to us on YouTube, follow on Twitter, bookmark our websites, and listen to us on iTunes. All of this is provided to you in the link below. And as always, if you're checking us out, check out some other podcasts, blogs, and videos at cartridgeclub.org. That's it. Uh, Short and sweet. Thank you, Joe. We will see you first thing in the morning. Post it and post it. Post it.